welcome to Enjoy the Journey. I am your host, Ray Spellbrink, and I am glad that you've taken the time today to join me in the podcast. And today we're going to talk a little bit about faith and more specifically, how to develop faith in your life. I know a lot of people think, okay, okay, I don't really need to listen to uh, listen to this one because I've heard about faith. I know all about faith and I know everything there is to know. And, uh, you know, I think when we get to that kind of an attitude, we uh, are dangerously getting close to uh, missing out on something when we think we know all there is to know. So uh, this isn't going to be a real long podcast, but it's something I believe is very, very relevant, very, very needful and, uh, and for our spiritual journey. So again, how to develop faith. We're going to take a, a verse from Romans chapter 10, verse 17, and all scripture that I share today will be from the Christian Standard Bible unless otherwise uh, noted. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, so faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the message about Christ. Now, in this quote from Isaiah, Paul notices uh, that the belief spoken of by the prophet springs from the message that is heard, and that the message comes through the word about uh, about the Messiah. Uh, he was prophesying about the Messiah. So, uh, and growth and victory in the Christian life is the fruit of our faith. It's the byproduct or the outcome of faith. Faith is what enables us to uh, live in the victorious reality of the promises of God, rather than in our feeble efforts that sooner or later uh, eventually bring defeat. And too many of us have had uh, defeats in our spiritual journey. I know I've had my share of them as I've uh, grown through the years, and it is by our defeats that we learn to rely on God even more. We realize we can't handle this. We can't do this. We need him more than ever before. So it is by faith that we walk in the spirit and not the flesh, according to Galatians 5.16. Again, these things we can't do without faith in our Lord. Faith is vital to our Christian lives. So we want to again talk, how can we develop faith in our individual Christian lives? Number one, Read and meditate on the Word of God. The primary nourisher of faith, of course, is God's Word. That's taken from our, uh, from our text here in Romans 10, 17. It plainly says, so faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the message about Christ. And there's various ways we can receive that message. Of course, we can read the Bible for ourselves, and that's the, probably the best way and, uh, and, and one of the greatest things we can ever do is have a, re a personal relationship with the living word. And that living word, of course, is Jesus. We can listen to people who uh, preach and teach the Bible as long as they are preaching and teaching the word of God and not their own thoughts. And we can learn and allow our faith to be increased through that. Uh, we can uh, be in our faith can be increased through music, believe it or not, uh, Gospel music, music with a message, as I like to call it. And I think it's very, very important. So, uh, again, uh, Romans 10, 17, faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the message about Christ. And so if we are to increase our faith, we must spend time in God's Word, not only reading, but meditating 
on his instruction as well as his promises. Now, we can read a lot of people sit down, they'll read a chapter and, and they just want to read it. It becomes a routine to them. But instead of just reading, I want to challenge you and encourage you to, to see what God has for you. Read until there's a nugget, as I like to call it, that pops out to you and something for you to, as I used to tell our church folks, something to chew on for a while, something that you meditate on, something that you ponder on, something you think about and, and allow it to to sink into your spirit and to take root into who you really are in your spirit. Now, the second thing on how to develop faith is to maintain a right conscience toward God. This is very important. A person, for example, a person who's living in private sin or, or even open rebellion for that matter, will always have doubts of what God may do for them. And, and no matter how he hides or justifies his sin, he knows he cannot claim God's promises with a good deal of confidence. We probably all know people who once walked with God, had a very strong relationship with God, or in some cases, maybe even had a calling on their lives uh, to do something for God. And yet they have uh, kind of turned their back on the Lord or drifted away from him and uh, out doing their own thing. And yet to talk to these people, most of them will say, I believe in God. I believe the Bible to be true. But it makes you want to kind of scratch your head and wonder, do they really believe in God? Do they really believe the Bible is true? Because if they did and, they, and they've read the Bible and they have allowed uh, their minds to, uh, to capture the essence of what the scripture is saying, then wouldn't they be doing it? I mean, there, there's a lot of uh, uh, do's in this book. There are some don'ts, as well, of course, but there are more do's than there are don'ts. And there are also some um, payments and prices to pay if we don't do some of these do's and, uh, or if we're disobedient to God. And, of course, not walking with God is a sign, of, a very flagrant sign of disobedience. So no matter how this person tries to hide or justify their sin, they know they cannot claim God's promises with confidence. They say, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray. Oh, I'll definitely remember you in prayer. Well, was God even going to listen? Because they're not walking with God. Their relationship is severed with the living word. In fact, the psalmist said in Psalm 66, 18, if I had been aware of malice in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. And the King James Version puts this verse this way. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So, you know, they cannot pray with any sort of confidence and belief that God can and that God will hear them. Okay, developing our faith. Number three, don't run from your trials of faith. Now, nobody loves and enjoys going through trials, going through difficult times. God sometimes, however, allows trying circumstances into our lives that he may intend, so that he can uh, use these things to strengthen our faith. Many of the things we face are actually for our spiritual benefit. 
And it's hard to see it sometimes as you're going through it. How's this going to help? How's this going to, to help me in my spiritual journey? And James 2, excuse me, James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, challenge us not to run from these trials, but to allow God to do his work through them. In fact, let's read those, uh, those verses from James 1, 2 through 4. Consider it a great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance or sometimes this can be translated patient endurance. And let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. Consider this now. When's the last time that you was in a trial, find yourself deep into a trial or or in a valley and or facing a difficult circumstance and all of a sudden, you realize exactly what's going on. You say, boy, I'm so happy. I'm having such joy that I'm facing these things. I am so glad that I'm facing these trials. Not many of us do that, do we? But he tells us, consider it a great joy whenever you experience these trials. And uh, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. That's one thing that we do need in this journey. We need endurance. We need to be able to keep on keeping on, even through the tough times. And he says that endurance had its full effect, that it take its full effect. And what's going to happen? And once it takes its full effect, we're going to find ourselves mature, complete, and lacking nothing to get through these things. God's going to be there on the scene to see us through, and to grow us. See, it's often through these trials we learn to lean on God in a greater way. And uh, the more we lean on Him and, uh, and, and rely on Him, the more our faith increases. It is through uh, trials that we encounter that God literally grows us spiritually. We grow up in God, and we learn more how to, re- how to again, how to lean on Him and rely on Him. Another way to develop faith in your life is let God be your deliverer. Faith refuses to see only the surrounding circumstances and looks past them to God's mighty power. See, faith can can look beyond the trials. Faith can look beyond and does look beyond the difficult circumstances. Faith looks and sees the outcome. Faith sees God's mighty hand. God's mighty power. And every time we experience God's deliverance, our faith is strengthened. You understand that? Our faith is strengthened. And 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 I think that's a very important thing for us to realize. Every time we experience God's power, our faith gets stronger and, and God is glorified. God's track record, for, excuse me, God's track record in our lives gets stronger and stronger and stronger. We can look back at the end and we see can see where God's hand has been with us and how God has brought us through these various uh, circumstances, these various trials that we have been in. And, uh, and we can re- learn to rely on him in an even greater dimension. And then fifthly, realize in order to, to develop faith, realize victory in the Christian life is not based on our personal strength. It's not based on your strength. It's not based on my strength. 
It is the product of faith. And faith comes as we choose to know and claim the promises of God. You know, it's one thing to know the promises of God. It's another thing entirely to lay your hands on them by faith and claim these promises by saying, these promises are for me. These promises are mine. And faith's like a muscle. I've often said this. The more we use it, the stronger it gets. And the less we use it, the flabbier it gets. So, so we start off with a small faith, and we use it, and then the next time we have stronger faith, and then the next time we have an even stronger faith. So it just grows as it is used. So I want to encourage you today to develop your faith by reading and meditating on God's Word, because that's what it's going to take. That's what happens, and that's what needs to happen in your life. So I pray this has been a blessing to you and a challenge to you maybe in your spiritual journey. And I pray that uh, until next week, uh, we, I, sure, I certainly invite you to join me again next Sunday and uh, enjoy in the between now and then enjoy your journey.